Hi, I'm Roland Smith. I'm the co-head of the Scottish Tourism Group at international law firm CMS. Welcome to the third episode of our Scottish Tourism Rebound and Remodel podcast. Thank you for joining us. Great to have you with us. Today I'm joined by Mark McMurray, a planning law partner here at CMS Scotland and a member of our Scottish Tourism Group. Mark is also on the Law Society of Scotland's planning subcommittee. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Roland, and listeners to the podcast. So we're going to be looking at a topic that's often a bit contentious in many parts of Scotland, in particular areas like the Old Town in Edinburgh and Skye, and that's short-term lets. Objectors say they disrupt residents' lives and remove housing stock supply for locals, whereas supporters argue keenly that they support tourism and therefore jobs by offering flexible accommodation options for visitors who want to live like a local. Scottish legislation has been introduced to seek to regulate the sector. Now, Mark, we've seen a lot of headlines saying that this short-term letting legislation has been delayed. What's the story there? Yes, that, that's certainly been the theme of the, the media coverage recently, but I think it's important to point out that there are actually two separate pieces of legislation, one planning and one licensing, and each has a, a different purpose. The Scottish Government is still intending to proceed with the planning regulations and guidance in April, but it's the licensing order and guidance uh, that won't be made until after the election, most likely in the summer. So what's covered by the two separate pieces of legislation, Mark? Well, starting with the planning regulations, uh, they will give planning authorities the powers to designate all or part of their area as a short-term let control area. This will allow each authority to decide what is right for its area as the pressures and demands are likely to vary significantly uh, across the country. Within the control area, the the use of a dwelling house for providing short-term lets will be deemed to be a material change of use and will therefore require planning permission. Of course, this doesn't mean that short-term lets are not permitted within control areas. It's just that they will require an application for planning permission. And even if you're outside of a control area, there may still be a requirement for planning permission, but that will be judged on a case-by-case basis, which is effectively the same as the current situation that applies uh, across the country. And uh, licensing order? Yes, the the licensing order will introduce a requirement to obtain a license for all short-term lets in Scotland, whether or not they're in a control area and whether or not they require planning permission. There'll be a number of mandatory conditions that will be set out in the licensing order, um, and those will relate to a range of topics, um, including safety, occupancy, insurance, etc. Um, and just to give you a, a flavour of, of what they will cover, it's likely there will be conditions requiring periodic safety checks of properties, uh, as well as the provision of smoke detectors and, and heat alarms. We expect local authorities to also be given the power to add discretionary licence conditions, and the Scottish Government has recommended or or at least suggested that uh, each authority publishes standard conditions which will apply to short-term lets within their area. And like many other licensing regimes, there will be a, a fit and proper person test that hosts will need to pass in order to obtain that licence. So what's the reason for the delay with the licensing order? The Scottish Government has decided to delay the licensing order until they have developed and published guidance that will sit alongside the order. Um, There have been a number of concerns raised in relation to the licensing order by stakeholders and committees of the Scottish Parliament scrutinising the the proposed legislation. 
For example, following publication of the order, there were concerns raised about the licensing order applying to traditional B&Bs, but the Scottish government said that was always their intention. Now, some say that the confusion and uncertainty has arisen from the short period that was allowed for consultation on the proposed regimes in late 2020, and, and also as a result of the consultation taking place without the actual draft regulations and order having been, been published. However, the Scottish Government has listened and is now committed to further stakeholder engagement and expects to republish the order, potentially with amendments alongside guidance in the summer, but that obviously will depend on the, the outcome of the elections in, in May. So what, what are we looking at now as the likely timetable for implementation, Mark? We'll start starting with the planning regulations again. Um, those have been approved by the Scottish Parliament and will come into force in a, a matter of weeks. But there will need to be further process that is followed before local authorities can designate a short-term let control area if they do um, decide to make a designation. We know there are some authorities, such as City of Edinburgh Council, have, who have expressed an intention to, to use the powers and the regulations. So by way of summary of the designation process, the authorities will need to publish a notice of their proposal to designate. Uh, that will allow a period of at least 28 days for people to submit representations and if following consultation they decide to proceed with the designation, they need to give notice to the Scottish ministers of their intention and they cannot then designate until the Scottish ministers have approved uh, the proposal. In terms of the licensing order, the timetable for that is different and there's a grace period um, to give people time to adjust recognising that there will be some areas where authorities will receive large volumes of applications which will just take time to, to work through. So in recent correspondence, the Scottish Government has stated that it is committed to a requirement for local authorities to open a licensing scheme by the 1st of April 2022. And thereafter, existing hosts will be expected to have at least applied for a licence by the 1st of April 2023 and to actually have a licence by 1st of April 2024. So overall, the licensing scheme should therefore be fully functioning in uh, three years' time. And what role will the guidance have alongside the regulations and the order? The guidance will be important to clarify how the planning and licensing requirements will operate and clear up some of the uncertainty that has arisen from the earlier consultations that I mentioned uh, on the proposals. However, what I can actually see being of even greater significance are the planning of policies and any standard conditions published by individual authorities. At the moment, there's a lack of planning policies to assess the acceptability or otherwise uh, of short-term lets. This doesn't give anyone much certainty and confidence when it comes to considering whether individual proposals are acceptable. And with the introduction of control areas, I think we can expect to see more examples of such policies emerging in development plans, which will give everyone more insight into where and when short-term lets may be acceptable. The standard conditions, particularly any discretionary conditions that authorities choose to impose, will be similarly important to enable people to understand how onerous it might be to operate short-term lets. So, so obviously there's going to be two regimes. There's going to be this planning regime and the licensing regime running side by side but possibly with the planning regime coming in earlier do you think this is going to confuse uh, the public and and even operators themselves i don't necessarily think that the existence of the two regimes is going to cause confusion in itself what i think may be more likely to cause some confusion or uncertainty for for people um is the fact that there may well be 
um, significant divergence of approach in terms of the planning um, side of things across different parts of the country. And especially if you are someone who might operate um, short-term lets in various parts of the country, then the potential that you will have different rules um, in terms of planning and, and for those different properties may in itself cause a little bit of uncertainty and confusion for operators. And I think that's probably where there's maybe a bit more information needed to be um, provided and, and additional guidance that, that could help operators. Do the Scottish government have a target figure for how many uh, short-term letting premises they want across Scotland or in specific parts of Scotland? Not that I'm aware of, Roland. And Mark, what would you like to see in the planning policies and the discretionary licence conditions? Uh, that's a good question, Roland. Uh, it's, it's probably easier to tell you what I would not like to see, um, actually. Um, and whatever you think of the rise of short-term lets and the platforms which provide them, and, and Roland, you set out some of the issues which are often raised at the, at the start of the, the podcast, there is now a substantial proportion of people who want the ability to stay in this type of accommodation for various reasons not least the independence and flexibility that it can provide. And in what may be an increasingly competitive market for tourists as we emerge from the pandemic with cities and countries vying to be the destination of choice, it will be important that we're able to offer the range of accommodation that potential tourists want. This will be to the advantage of the tourism leisure industry and those that benefit from the industry as a whole. The Scottish Government has itself recognised that short-term lets can play a significant role in supporting additional visitors to Scotland and bringing economic benefits. I therefore would not like to see policies and conditions which effectively make it very difficult or impractical and unviable to operate short-term lets in large parts of important tourist destinations. Now, some restrictions are inevitable to tackle issues such as loss of residential housing and neighbourhood amenity, but it will be important to ensure those restrictions are proportionate. Thank you, Mark. Mark McMurray there from the CMS Scottish Tourism Group. CMS are proud to be lawyers acting for some of the Scottish tourism industry's key contributors, and we're keen to help the industry through these difficult times. If there's anything we can help you with, please do get in touch with us. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>